Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show is brought to you by the group that calms the Savage Eagles beast, Matt Catrillo. That's Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury. Eagles hire an unknown coach, domestics. Eagles don't trade Carson Wentz, imports. Howie Roseman still on the job, biker brews. That about sums it up. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. Also, six great flavors of slushies. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new inventory. Fabulous pre-owned inventory. Sales staff is super. They work with you. And a great service department. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Play-by-play call of the day. He's one of the top players in the Big Ten. Marcus Carr in Minnesota makes a big play against Purdue. Carr breaks it in! Come on! What elite players do. At the end of the game, you put the ball in their hand and you let them make a play. And I don't think Marcus Carr called bank, but it does not matter. That's a big-time shot. Eric Hunter on the defense. You see Ryzen right up over the top. And Marcus Carr making a monster play for Minnesota. That's Robbie Hummel on uh, BTN last night, and they won it 71-68 over Purdue. All right. Purdue's in. Minnesota's fighting to get in. With that, let's bring in Joe Lenardi from ESPN. Not quite to the bunker yet. We're still 30 days away from Selection Sunday. So, Joe, let's start with the uh, local group, the curious case for Penn State. How do you view it? Yeah, at first I thought you were going to ask about Susquehanna, you know, <laughs> in the neighborhood. But, you know, look, I may be in the minority here. I have Penn State, you know, kind of right there. They, they, they've gone anywhere from – they've been between, like, 71 and 76 for the last couple of weeks. So either first out – group or next four out group uh, I know that you know a couple parts of the record you got to cover your eyes and 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 wish them away but you know they have four legitimate wins against teams in the field and that puts them ahead of many other potential bubble teams so I'm going to keep them in that neighborhood unless or until they, they they just make it 
untenable. And they also happen to be a team that's going to play more teams that will be in the field between now and the end, which obviously well, is going to play into it. Big, uh, right. Exactly. You can't be in the Big Ten and avoid it. Right. Uh, so they're, I'm not going to have to make a decision on Penn State. They're going to sell it. All right, so then let's let's swing it over to the top because obviously Ohio State's played terrific, but what about Michigan? Michigan yeah. to me, to Michigan is the interesting team because I feel like they're the the player that's in the U.S. Open where you and I both know the safest places to be in the clubhouse. Well, they've been in the clubhouse for a few weeks out now, Joe. So how, how do you look at them when a team hasn't been playing? Uh, we don't know how they're going to look at teams like that. We don't know if they're going to give, you know, kind of uh, invisible mulligans, to continue the metaphor. You know, you come back from pause and you play like, you know, five guys who've never seen each other. Uh, and it's happened in a lot of cases. Uh, not every case of a team coming, coming off pause, but it's happened enough so that I think it's certainly notable. Uh, all we know today is that when they've played, they've been borderline great. Right? Like, they were, dominate might be too strong a word, but, you know, they were uh, really killing it in a great league. Yeah. Oh, man, away. Right. Mo- and mostly cruising their way through, playing hard, but cruising Correct. their way through the schedule. Yep. Correct. Now, they've missed some games against, you know, the other really up teams, right? They haven't played Ohio State. They haven't played Illinois, I don't believe. So, you know, there's at least some question. I don't even think they played Iowa. So, you know, might they be exposed a little bit? Uh, yeah. I, they were certainly the most complete team of all the teams in the league when this happened. All right, there's but, right. You know, they, they they've kind of been operating under a caution flag, and other teams have been able to at least catch them, if not pass them. All right, so Joe, there's also the interesting case of I think on Wednesday. Duke was in tenth place in the ACC. Michigan State was in tenth place in the Big Ten. Kentucky was in 10th place in the SEC, and, of course, we all know Arizona is uh, decided not to go. It opens. What does that do for opening spaces for other teams as to how you look at the field right now? <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that it opens a space. I hadn't really thought of it that way, you know, because if it wasn't for the names on the front of the jersey, we'd say, well, there's 50 teams a year that have resumes like that. Right. And none of them open up spaces, but because those three are always in, but like, look at it by lead. Like, you know, Alabama is really Kentucky this year. Right. So that's a wash in terms of spaces. You know, maybe Virginia Tech, well, it's a bit of a reach, but Virginia Tech wasn't supposed to be a single-digit seed. Well, they're being, you know, they're in Duke spot, and so on. Uh, I, 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 the cynic in me wants to say, now I know why Coach K wanted all 300-plus teams to get in the tournament. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I would never say that, you know, publicly or risk the wrath of 
Blue Devil Nation. So. Right. Uh, what about <laughs> what about a program like Drake? Obviously, it, it's not. It's they put together. A, you know, for example, Penn State has more quad one and quad two wins than Drake has <laughs> across the board. You know, no question. But when you look at Drake, where do you where do you see the team like that, Joe? And how difficult is it for you trying to figure out what line a team like that should be on? Well, if I really knew the answer to a question like that, I would have got a lifetime contract. That's right, um, and deserved it. <laughs> I guess. You know, look, it, it, it could very well come down to a Drake versus Penn State for one of the last spots. And how do you make that comparison when there really is no comparison? I'm not saying that one is dramatically better than the other. I have no idea. I suspect that if they played best of seven on a neutral court, that Penn State would win in six or seven. That, that's, that's a basketball guess. Right. Okay? But, you know, there's also the most deserving element of this, which is, you know, we play the season for a reason. We keep score 30 times. And in those 30, or at least the 20 so far, you know, Drake had more points, 19 of them. And mm-hmm. if it were me... Drake versus Penn State at this moment, I would take Drake. Well, because let's face it, Penn State is under 500 right now. They've got to get themselves right. back to like, a level. I just, I just don't. I, I, I just, I can't go there. Right, and but, I don't. But I agree. There's going to be a Penn State or a Maryland that makes it. I guarantee it. Right. I guarantee it. Now, whether they're a game under 500, I don't know. Or a game over, but like really, when it gets that far into it, let's say you're twelve and thirteen instead of thirteen and twelve, but you've got you know the the, the piled high wins. Does it really matter whether you're twelve and thirteen or thirteen and twelve? That right. could have been like one bounce of a ball. Right. Exactly. Like, uh, are you notably better or worse? No. Uh, like, like it's like all right. We've made the decision that we're comfortable taking a team like this. Well, then, okay, who's, who, who, who's better? Final question, because I know you have uh, another one you have to get to here, Joe, and that is uh, the one line is Baylor, Gonzaga, and who's the other two? Michigan and Ohio State, and Illinois is next. Amazing. So I, I do think Villanova, you know, is, is right. You know, they've played some fewer games. If they win at Creighton on Saturday, they're going to be – because the, those – Big Ten teams are going to beat each other up still. Right. Joe, you're the best. Appreciate it very much. Congrats on the new contract, and thanks for all the time you always give us. And, uh, you know, once everything settles down, make sure you've got the, the driver and the five iron ready for me, all right? I will, because, you know, I already answered these questions last night with your radio partner on text. <laughs> so, you know, he's got he's got it all figured out. You and I both know he always does. <laughs> well, we... We rhyme, Lenardi, Girardi, Philly. Like, what, what, what more could you want? <laughs> I got it all, man. I got it everywhere I turn. I got Lenardi, Girardi. I'm in. I'm the best shape of everybody. Seriously, I, I shouldn't say. This. You know, what we should do next year. What's that? I should do a game with you, and not say that it isn't him, and just say <laughs> I'm here with Lenardi, and see if anybody noticed. You know what? That might be a plan. <laughs> that would be or better better we do it together and you don't get to say anything <laughs>
<laughs> and now you've just now you've just gone into the Girardi world where to him that would be perfection. <laughs> exactly. Goodbye. Thanks, Joe. Joe yep. Joe Lenardi. <laughs> uh Girardi's always kidding about now we don't need you. Until he doesn't know which player it is. No, we don't need you. <laughs> He was kids about doing a broadcast where I don't talk. <laughs> well, if Joe Lenardi's there and Dick Girardi's there, I might just sit back and collect the check that night. <laughs> we'll come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet, the king in the final half hour. As we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way? The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. You know where they got that tape? For the Shikolami Danville game the other night, that was the suit's warm-up. That's right, I heard this in the arena. It's just brutal. (laughs) Right? And they asked they they asked uh, the chief whether he did any warm up like that, and he he said no. I said that would be presupposing that I'm allowed to talk. All right, so um, <laughs> the chief doesn't need a warm up anyway. Chief's the greatest man. He is the greatest. He really is. Anybody who knows Dave Ritchie knows that there isn't going to be a nicer, smarter guy out there than Dave. Fabulous. Now, if the other guy would just let him say a few things during the course of the broadcast, I think you're... <laughs> I need a quick break. Give me five seconds. <laughs> five seconds is up. I'm back to talking. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. All right. So it looks like the TV deals. What's in, there's a couple. There's a Big Ten component to this TV deal, in my opinion. I think once the the TV deals are set, and it sounds like for the most part for CBS, Fox, and NBC, they are. It then will open the door as to budget wise what they think they can do with the Big Ten. Remember, when it comes to the Big Ten, you already have deals with. Obviously, BTN, but that BTN deal still goes for, I think, at least another 10 or 11 years, something like that. So that's not on the table. But you have deals with ABC and ESPN. So ABC, ESPN, it's ESPN, really. 
you have Fox, and you also have a basketball deal on Sundays with CBS. So how do you want to do this? Remember, ESPN just took the SEC football deal and the total SEC deal, football, basketball, the whole thing. They just took the whole thing. I mean, it's still going to be on CBS for mm, a couple more years, but then that's it. Does CBS want to stay in college football, and if so, is the Big Ten a viable option? So the Big Ten's going to have some options moving forward with its TV packages, and now that it looks like the NFL is to the doorstep, they're not quite there yet, but to the doorstep of having it settled, the next major contract up, I believe, is the Big Ten. I don't just mean football. I mean, in general, the next big deal up is because the NBA is set for a few more years. Major League Baseball just settled some of its parts of its television deal. So I think the Big Ten is next. And with everybody having their deal settled, they will then know, okay, what? how much money can I now di- put in that direction? And to me, CBS is the interesting one here because CBS is going, is going to lose out on the SEC because that's already settled. And they still have a, uh, existing games remaining on the contract. But they're going to lose out on it. Okay. Which means they have an opening on Saturdays. Is the Big Ten a viable option for them to fill in on Saturdays? And are they willing to offer the kind of money to make it happen? One thing that put Fox in the ballgame for the Big Ten was when Fox was able to actually pony up more money per year than ESPN, which then gave them the first choice on games, and that's why you see that Ohio State-Michigan is on Fox now every year when the game is played. They get the first choice, and they make that first choice usually in June, July, somewhere around there, and they pick that game. Then it starts rotating back and forth as to gets a choice of games. But they get the first overall choice, plus they get the Big Ten championship game. And you see what they've done with college basketball, putting games on Fox and Fox Sports 1. Now the question is going to be, does CBS want to be a part of that? I think that's the interesting question. And CBS can better start answering that question because now they know the fate of the SEC. They have that, and it sounds like they pretty much know the fate of what's going on with the NFL. The NFL still does not have Thursday night worked out yet. And that's the only part they're waiting. Thursday night football is getting that worked out. And that could end up going to ESPN. I mean, that could end up going to ESPN. But not to ESPN. It'll be to ESPN, but put on ABC. The last thing they want to do is that they don't want to put it on ESPN have it picked up by another streaming service and not ESPN Plus, and also have it on NFL Network, their direct competitor. So that's why it's got to go to ABC. 
if they pick up if they pick up Thursday night football. See where I'm going there? You know, see that little roundabout that you know, Matt, where I'm going here? Yeah, that I'm makes sense. To, I'm trying to tell you that on Thursday night when Nate Sudfeld is playing a quarterback for the Eagles, where oh, you can God. go to take out all your frustrations. <laughs> I just think in that scenario, and I I, I doubt the NFL is going to do this because ESPN is going to pay more, but I just think it would be better suited in this scenario to move Monday Night Football to another network. Yeah, but maybe nobody wants it. That's because ESPN's ruined it. <laughs> I mean, they don't get very good games. Because they don't deserve it. They they messed up the legacy of Monday Night Football. They really did. That's why it's that's why nobody wants it anymore. Here's the response of the week I saw. Stuart Flatley. Serious question for Andrew Marsham. If Tom Brady having won more Super Bowls than every franchise in NFL history isn't the most amazing individual statistic in sports, what is? Andrew Marshawn answers, Muggsy Bogues, five foot three. <laughs> That's good. Who by, the, who, by the way, won the NBA slam dunk contest. Andrew, you're the greatest. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, the calming influence in Macatrillo's life. Imports Domestics Microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They also roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Matt can now tell us how the prop vents went last week as we bring in the king. Hey, what up? (laughs) TV 12. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) You got it. That was pretty cool. And if I'm not mistaken, that was wasn't Tampa Bay over KC your preseason pick? I believe I took TB12 right from the start. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Oh, good work by that you. That was, you know, not with a lot of confidence, but um, <laughs> in the end, I, I was a bit surprised at how poorly Kansas City played. Um, except their offensive line was so depleted. Did you hear how many yards Mahomes ran for at Scrabbling? Four ninety four hundred and ninety yards. Yep. I, I was just but I don't know. Well I nearly well, pooped myself when he threw the touchdown pass to uh Gronk <laughs> and then I did poop myself when he threw the second one. Because you gotta listen to the Boston stations. They are just absolutely distraught at this. Oh, you know, can, can can you tell one thing to your Bostonians up there? Get over it. 
Oh, I can't stand them. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I mean, no, they, a lot of them are happy for him, and a lot of them are just playing mad that that they let him get away. You know you what? Know? You know what I tell those folks? Get out. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> you have enough well, stinking championships. The they weren't given. Uh, I mean, Brady had a different set of receivers every year in New England. Every year, that the team was completely different. But guess and what? They still won with those different set of receivers. So they have literally Zipola to complain about. I know. You can deal I with mean, some heartbreak. And who does he win with? Gronk. <laughs> Good. I just, I just knew, oh, come Monday, they're, they're just going to be off the wall. Like, oh, my God. Because the Patriots are doing nothing. They don't have a quarterback. You know, that's right. They're they gonna, don't. They're saying that the Patriots are going to turn into the Bills. There, the Bills went to all the Super Bowls, even though they lost. They still had great teams, and then Kelly retired, and that was it. You know what? You know? Tell him I hope it hurts real deep, real deep. <laughs> well, this is before your time, Matt. The Patriots never won a thing. I mean, yes, nothing. I know. I'm aware. They, they, yeah. Yeah, they were horrible, and they had some good players, you know, Andre Tippett and uh, Steve Grogan, and but they won nothing. They didn't win anything till Tom Brady came along. Exactly, nothing. I know. Yeah, but uh, and they were the doormat in the league. They were the Boston Patriots for a long time. That's right. But, yeah, but, we'll have to say right now. <laughs> stop but, it. I mean, Boston right now is in a bad way because if good. you're in your 20s, early 20s, you've never seen them lose, you know? The Red Sox won how many World Series have they won, Steve? Uh, four. Huh? In the century, four. Right. So if you're in your 20s, you've seen the the Red Sox win four World Series. You've seen the Patriots win six Super Bowls. You've seen the Bruins win the Stanley Cup. You've seen the Celtics win championships and are competitive every year. All their teams are competitive and they got something to root for. Now the Red Sox, they don't even have an outfield. If I think they don't bring Jackie Bradley back, they're crazy. I, don't know. I, I think it's an interesting way to go. It's just me. <laughs> huh? I said, I think playing without an outfield is an interesting way to go, but that's just me. Wow, they... they I mean... God, you had the best player in baseball on your team, and you let him get away. That's just yeah, that, that. That's like Babe Ruth. That goes all the way back to you know letting Babe Ruth go for a couple hundred thousand dollars. You know, after he pitches what twenty innings in a World Series or something, then they let him yeah. go. And that's Boston. They're back to where they were. Yeah, good. And they can stay there for a while. <laughs> Stinking spoiled uh, fan base. Oh yeah, they're very spoiled. They're they've always been. Well, Steve knows. That's why I'm a Yankee fan. I, I can't. Good for I you. I can't handle the Boston media. I can't handle their fans. I can't. You know what? Uh, From one Yankee fan to another, more respect to you, Prosma man. You well, tell them. Matt, you haven't seen anything till you go to Steve and I went to a Kansas City Royal game. Remember? We yeah. went with the kids a few years back. Yep. And the Kansas City Royals at the time were doormats. And Terrible. Right? It, it didn't matter what inning it was. The Red Sox fans would start chanting, Yankees suck. 
And they're not even playing the Yankees. It was absurd. It was absurd. Yeah, and you go outside the stadium, and they have uh, vendor booths, souvenirs, Yankees stuck T-shirts. It's bizarre how much they hate the Yankees. You go to Yankee Stadium, they don't really think about the Red Sox until they come to town. And it's a war, you know? Right, exactly. But they don't obsess over the Red Sox. The Red Sox fans obsess over the Yankees. It is absolutely bizarre. And if the Yankees score a run in the game, it comes up on the scoreboard, the fans start chanting. And it's like, man, at least the Yankees are good every year. The Red Sox win a World Series, and then they can't get out of their own way for three or four years. And I love every uh, minute of it. I would rather watch the Red Sox lose a game than watch the Yankees win. That's how much I dislike them. That's the way it is in this state with Pitt. Right, Pitt is obsessed with Penn State, no matter what. Oh, I'm what. sure. And Penn State is not obsessed with Pitt. No, right, some members care less. Even care if Pitt less. wins one year, you know, it's like, right, oh well, matter. we'll get you next year. Doesn't matter when they when they play Pitt. It's a big game on the you know on the schedule because it's you know back backyard. But other than that, I can't I can't even tell you their record. Don't know. It's not that's not arrogance. It's just you know I've got to get ready for Michigan. <laughs> you know, right. No offense, I'm not getting ready for you. I'm uh, surprised Pitt never got into a better league. You know, I think the Big they East ended up was with never a big league. You know, no, but the problem is this: they, first of all, Pitt almost got into the Big Ten in 1953. Uh, Michigan was pushing for it because they didn't want Michigan State in there. Hmm. Eventually, Michigan State got it. The reason that Pitt can't get into the Big Ten comes down to economics. Everything today is about TV sets. It's all about TV sets. Well, 83% of the TV sets in Pennsylvania have the Big Ten network. What, is Pitt going to deliver the other 17%? No, you don't. You don't need them. It's why, for example, why Iowa State's not going to be in the Big Ten. You already have Iowa. So yeah, that's the. That's the yeah, it you know, just surprised I mean, me because I mean they've had some obviously Hall of Fame players play there. Tony Dorsett, great, great um, uh, Marino. I mean they've had big time players and they've never gotten beyond you know mediocrity. You know, they dominated the Big East for a little while, but so what? You know, they beat right. UConn, who cares? But uh, I'm just surprised because it is a big-time program. So, had good players there. But he's but he's right, though. I mean, the, the Red Sox fans are, are, you know, you'd think after winning, once they won the second World Series in seven, right. don't you think at that point you let it go? Yeah. No, but they still do it, and you sit there and go, "What the heck?" You know, it, 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 do it, do it like the, the really good teams do. They're another, they're another important win on the way to getting where you want to go. All right, right. Let's take a break. Back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet.
Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. College hoops. As good as it gets. All right, so let's start off with some Big Ten action for tonight. And Illinois next. <laughs> they will kill the. They will kill this team. They will win the game by twenty points. I got this team. You got Illinois. No, this team. Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Okay. I have Illinois as well. well okay, <laughs> I'm up one. Oh, hey, hang, hang on. Nebraska. Uh, who's the home team? Nebraska's Nebraska. home, but that shouldn't really matter. <laughs> we think this out. Let's see. Here, let's think this out. Let's see. Ayu DeSumo, Kofi Coburn, Nebraska's fourth game in seven days. Yeah, okay. I'd, yeah, I'd go with Nebraska, too. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I got Nebraska. You guys got Illinois. I'm going Illinois. I, I have Illinois There's, as well. Uh, yeah. It's going to be 20 points. NB12. Okay. Oh, <laughs> You're not getting away with that anymore. All right, next one. Uh, also sticking with the Big Ten, starting tomorrow, IU, Ohio State. King. Ohio State. Steve. You know, Illinois, I watched Indiana play a great game against Iowa, and then I watched them play a really lousy game against Northwestern. It's one thing about Ohio State. They deliver a good performance every time. I'm going to go with Ohio State. I'm going with Ohio State as well. Clean sweep with the Buckeyes. They're starting to play really well right now. They started playing really well about four weeks ago. True, yes. Aren't they like number three or four in the country? Yeah. They're number no, four they're, right now. They're good. And then, you know, Penn State had that game out there. Had It's really one of the few times they've been pushed. And uh, and give Ohio, the Ohio State hit six free throws at the end to win. They were 20-21 at the free throw line. Interesting. Wow. Have you seen that girl for UConn? Women? I think I saw some highlights of her. I guess she's pretty good, right? Age. Uh, she's skinny. She needs to eat a sandwich. I'm telling you. He's starting four freshmen. And they beat South Carolina, number one team in the country the other night. They are. He, Gino is loaded again for the next four years. So. Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, Steve, since we've been talking about them a whole lot this week, I figure why not? Let's pick the game. Number 22, Loyola Chicago at Drake. What do you got? Drake will win the game. It'd be a good game, but Drake will win it. Uh, King. I always like Loyola. 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 Because of that, uh, what was that Sis- guy who Sis- died? Sister Jean. 
Sister Jean? Huh? Sorry about you Sister remember that Jean? guy who passed out on the court? Oh, that that's Loyola Marymount in Los Angeles. This is Loyola oh. Chicago. You're thinking oh, about Hank okay. Gathers. Well, I like him anyway. I got Loyola. <laughs> okay. All right. Ah. <laughs> uh, you know, as much as I love Loyola Chicago and, and Sister Jean, I, I I'm in, I'm intrigued about what Drake is doing, so I'm gonna stick with Drake. Drake just lost to Valpo, but that's their only loss. Yeah. All right, big one in the Big Twelve. West Virginia coming off the big win against Texas Tech at home against number twelve OU. Steve. Uh. Tough, low-scoring game. Oklahoma has played really well of late, beating ranked teams. They'll win on the road in this one. I got the Mountaineers. King. West Virginia? Mm. At Oklahoma. I despise West Virginia. Oklahoma. (laughs) There you go. All right, we go from a big one in the Big 12 to a big one in the Big East. Nova. Fresh off, scrapping up a win against Georgetown at number 19, Creighton. King. Um, I love the coach for Villanova. I got Nova. All right, Steve. I think it's all about matchups. And you know what? I think Villanova is the better team on most days. But for some reason, they don't match up well with Creighton. I'm going to pick Creighton to win. You know, I, I Nova's been a very weird team for me this year. They've been consistently like in the top ten, but they sometimes don't look like a top ten team. So well, part of part of it is the amount of time they've missed on COVID absences. Right. That does play a, a role in that. But so for that reason only, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, Steve, and I'm gonna take Creighton in the upset at home. Creighton's a good team. No, they are. They're UConn's very good. a good just... team. Watch out for UConn. They've had a lot of injuries, and they're getting the guys back. They're playing tough in the Big East. They got a good coach. And also, you yeah, never Dan, know what Colin Dan... Gillespie, too, for Nova. You always got to yeah, count for him. Danny's a good coach. There's no getting around it. Uh, I think Danny yeah. Hurley's a good he coach. He did a good job at Rhode Island. tough as nails. Yep. So, yep. He coaches like his brother played. Yeah. So. All right, and then finally in the ACC, number nine, UVA hosting North Carolina. King. Oh, boy. I got UVA. I also have the Cavs outright. UNC stinks. Is he still crying? Probably. Oh, my God. I've never seen a coach cry like him, (laughs) and it's just hard to watch. Well... It's like, get over it, man. You've won championships, you know. I just tried so hard. <laughs> oh, my God, shut up. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Who you got, Steve? Tang and I aren't taking any sympathy this week from winners. Yeah. I'm picking Virginia. There you go. They're good every year. Yeah, although Virginia like Tech just play. beat—it's interesting. Virginia Tech just beat Virginia, and Did Penn State really? went in. And, yeah, and Penn State went into Blacksburg and 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 tore Virginia Tech apart. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> What's Penn State's record? Seven and nine. 
Really? But number one, number one ranked schedule in the country. Penn State is the number one rated schedule in the country. But Joe Lenardi they, himself said they could sneak in. They're right that's there. Be, that's because they've got four wins against quad one teams. Uh, they have six of their seven wins against quad one, quad two. That's why. Uh, they've had seven games decided by five points or less. It, believe me, I know I'm I know I'm watching a good Penn State basketball team, but they look, it's a game on Sunday. You talk about you talk about a game you, you must win this game. This is the opposite. This is a game on Sunday they they can't afford to lose. Nebraska. Absolutely. Okay? Because then if by winning it it sets up Ohio State here next Thursday. God, they got a tough schedule, man. That is, no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Brutal. And then after that, then after that, it's at Iowa. Other than that, I'm you know I, I don't do any big games. <laughs> now, will there be an NIT tournament this year? Uh, as of right now, yes. How they're going to do it, I don't know. But as of right well, now, yes. It's hard. I mean, they tried to do a bubble at Mohegan Sun, um, yeah. and that failed. They had the, the UConn was in a tournament at Mohegan Sun, and they had to stop the tournament because of COVID. So, I mean, one kid gets it, it's over. You know, it's like, uh, so. Yeah, here there right he now. Is. It's like a crapshoot. Yeah, here I, I right really now. feel for these student athletes. I really do. You know, yeah, give them the last fall. I mean, last spring. Okay, but man. Your college years are short. They're losing them, and it's sad to watch. Well, and not only that, but it's state by state. For example, Penn State just played at Michigan State. Yep. Right? Well, they traveled in together. They were not allowed to meet because Michigan doesn't allow you to meet. They weren't allowed to eat together because Michigan doesn't allow you to eat together. So you had to come down from your room, get your box lunch, go back up, come down from your room, get your box breakfast, go back to your room, you know. And that's and they had to do everything by Zoom. And it's just there's oh. no camaraderie, there's no team building, there's no the ability to to bond at all. I think you can throw these years out for these. I think every kid, uh, which I believe they're allowing, will have another year of eligibility, right? That's true, right? Which now, is fair, right? And now, to me, I'd rather just have the the company uh, policy be just Zoom meetings only for us. Okay, Sunbury. 